Welcome to That's All, a weekly debrief about anything and everything happening in fashion and pop culture with Cozzy and Em. I'm Cozzy. And I'm Em. And welcome back. Welcome to our most on the fly week we've had. Yeah, this is not a lot of preparation has gone into this. No, because it's all breaking news. So um, that's what we do here. We break. Surprise. We break <laughs> the news and we've had, yeah, we've had a couple of minutes of about half an hour of prep but we have big girl jobs in addition to this small girl enterprise we need to spend at least an hour talking about how hot it is it is so hot and sweaty thank you for (laughs) saying it because it's disgusting it's disgusting so you're all welcome thank you for being here and i'm wearing this stupid top i'm so sorry you have to see on video because i haven't worn it since like 2016 it's the lightest top in my wardrobe that i own and i hate it this is the price we pay this is the price we pay for climate change and like not actually that fun thing so irritating i'm irritated and hot sick of it sunburnt it's all happening how are you emily we had a fun little podcast extravaganza on the weekend we did it was nice i'm good had a good weekend there's nothing like waking up on cozy's couch at 3 a.m with one contact in oh my god that's what i found on the floor oh my god i was so confused i had no idea it was so I'm glad it's not in my eye. Oh my God, no, I woke up. So Emily came over to my house on Saturday night with all my other um, girlfriends and um, we had lovely night of making cocktails and drinking and eating and being merry. And on Sunday morning, I was, when I was cleaning, I saw something shiny and I thought it was a piece of glass. No, and then I picked it up and it was like contact. sticky and I was like, ooh. <laughs> and then I wondered if it was a contact and I was like, lol, if it is. I'm amazing. so sorry. No, 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 it's so funny. I, I have no idea how it got out of my eye. I kind of fell asleep with both of them in and I woke up half blind that's rough full confused yeah I don't recommend it so on that note I'm actually really good excellent fantastic (laughs) what about you do you have any wrecks this week I'm very good I do have a wreck yeah I know before I was racking my brains I was like I have done things and experienced things and watched things but do I have anything to talk about uh yeah I watched this movie that I've seen before so it's like I feel like I'm just saying something that I've like consumed this week. It's not necessarily like, I mean, I do recommend it because it's a great movie, but it's, if I hadn't watched it, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Great movie on Stan, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, uh, Guy Ritchie's debut film, 1998, I believe. And it's this really, really fab, fun, like heist movie, basically, like black comedy heist movie. And it's about this guy and his friends who end up in like 500,000 pounds of debt to this local gangster and they have to find a way to pay the money off and it sort of transpires that um, the guy who owes the money his neighbors are taking part in like a robbery for all of these drugs and then he he's like if we rob them we can get the money and it's just sort of like very Guy Ritchie very fast-paced very English and it's got um it was I believe it was Jason Statham's first film ever that he did oh wow so it's an older one yeah 1998 and Vinnie Jones the um coach from She's the Man so he's in it and it's his film debut as well oh my god so it's just the angry bald man yeah because he was because he was a footballer and then this was his first role and then Jason Statham was a diver like yeah like 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 dive yeah totally and although I do believe him as like a deep sea diver too uh but yeah it's their their film debuts and it's just very fun very I mean I say very Guy Ritchie I'm like hopefully you've watched Guy Ritchie movies and you know what that means just good fun I really enjoyed watching it I haven't watched it for ages and it was just fun and it just made me really excited for Guy Ritchie and it made me really excited for the new Guy Ritchie movie that's coming out which is the (laughs) I will totally be talking about it on here the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare 
which is another, it's like going to be a boy movie. Seemingly my favorite thing at the moment, English guys going to kill Nazis. And it's got Henry Cavill in it and Alex Pettifer. Oh, where's he been? He's been around, not doing much. Okay. And like other hot people. But yeah, so my recommendation for this week is Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. It is on Stan. It's also got a great soundtrack. One of my favorite songs that I've forgotten about, Fool's Gold by the Stone Roses, is in that film. I haven't listened to the Stone Roses in ages. So it's just good vibes. Oh, and also Sting is in it. Random. Yeah, it's just a really banging film. Um, So that's my recommendation for this week. What about you? I actually don't have like a content recommendation this week. That's great. Revolutionary, if you will. Non-content rec. I feel like I have two. One, Sunday morning beach. Just go. Oh, like a lifestyle rec. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it. Go and lie face down like in the water. Oh my God. Yeah, I did that on Sunday. (laughs) I won't lie. I was a bit on edge after the shark attack last week. But you didn't go in the harbour, did you? Kind of the harbour. It's like close to the ocean. Oh, it's probably like netted Mossman. though. It's probably netted. Hopefully. I don't know. I I'd didn't like get eaten. So we're fine. Yay. So Sunday morning beach, Sunday afternoon pub, Sunday roast. Oh, you nice. You cannot beat it. I love that. I love that's these my, lifestyle recommendations. Yeah, that's my lifestyle rec. I honestly consumed nothing last week. I don't know if I watched anything. I watched Sex in the City. I'm rewatching that. Oh, I, amazing. Well, the only thing I watched was Masters of the Air last night and I found it so incredibly stressful. It was horrifying. Tom and I were like screaming on the couch. Um, that's not like a Sunday night. Well, I got home from Niceness. like my book club because I do that now. <laughs> and Tom was like, do you want to watch Masters of the Air or do you want to do it tomorrow night, like meeting tonight? And I was like... Bro, like, I just don't think I can go from, like, recording a podcast and being dead from the heat to watching, like, hot guys getting killed in planes. So can we do it tonight? And I was quite highly strong before I went to bed because of it. Fair. But that's okay. Like, we got through it. Yeah. I think it's going to be our Sunday night thing now. I don't know. Tom's going to listen to this and be like, no, it's not. Is it coming out weekly? or? Yeah, is... it comes out every Friday. Wow. I actually like when they still do that. I know. It reminds me of the my golden era of, like, Daisy Jones, House of the Dragon, Succession, White Lotus vibes. What a time. Yeah. What a time it's been today for people who enjoy music and popular culture. And have podcasts. And have, po- and have podcasts. I literally messaged <laughs> Emily being like, what a day to have a podcast. <laughs> Except she hadn't consumed any of the content that I'd been consuming like during the day. So she was like, I have no context for any of this. I've been flat strapped today. So half of this is going to be me live reacting. So No, tuned. it's so fun. Well, I was also like, I was obviously doing work at the same time, but it's just my, my office was very involved in the Grammys today. But primarily there's a Taylor Swift group chat at my work. It's I'm involved in it. It was going off. But essentially, if, if you are not in the know, if you haven't been on the internet, if you don't follow this, the 66th Grammy Awards happened today and Taylor Swift made history by winning Album of the Year for the fourth time. It was hosted by Trevor Noah. And I don't know if you've ever like watched or like seen the categories for the Grammys, there are so many categories. There are like over 90 categories. It's insane. That feels like some are kind of like participation awards. Like you wouldn't make it in our other 79 categories that we've given you 11. Yeah. I mean, like, I get that. Like I would, there was a point where I was like doing my work, but then I had like one window up and I just kept refreshing to see like the winners. And it was just like best live Christian rock act best live recorded Christian rock act, best roots album, best blues and roots. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, what? I was like, where are my pop girls? Where are my rock boys? Like, (laughs) and my rock girls, of course. So that happened today. Really exciting. So 
obviously we're not going to go through the best Christian rock and the best blues. Uh, this is the wrong podcast for that, sadly. The big awards of the night, I'll just go through very quickly, just do some housekeeping. Uh, Taylor Swift won album, and there's a little bit of randomness, like there's album of the year, record of the year, song of the year. They're all different. Don't ask me why. They're different. What is a record? Like a record is like definition. a record is like including the engineering and the sound quality, whereas song is like songwriting. Okay. So if you win best r- record, like you'd go up, your songwriter would go up, plus your like producer and engineer. It's a team. It's a team takes thing. A it's more. I I in my mind how I was thinking of it is like it's more technical. Yeah. Whereas the song of the year is more like the composition of the song. Um, so Taylor Swift won album of the year for Midnight's and she won over, um, the record by Boy Genius, Ocean Boulevard. Did you hear there's a tunnel into Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey and Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. That's fine. That's a wonderful lineup. Uh, I know. I know all the ones where I read out the ones you're like, you can kind of tell I'm a bit salty about them. (laughs) Um, then this is one I'm salty about. So, um, Miley Cyrus won record of the year for flowers, her song. That one. And she won that over not strong enough by boy genius. What was I made for by Billie Eilish vampire by Olivia Rodrigo and antihero by Taylor Swift. They're all intensely sad songs. I personally think that vampire should have won. And I love Not Strong Enough, but I'm, spoiler alert, Boy Genius won the rock song for that song. So I feel oh, like it's like okay. I'm okay with them yeah. if they didn't win the pop one because they won Best Rock Song. Oh, I was hoping they would win something. I'm they glad. Won, yeah, they won that and they won um, Best Alternative Music Album. Oh, nice. Yay. So we're happy for them. Yay. For Who the- else was up in that category? Arctic Monkeys. And I didn't look at anyone car. else because I didn't care. Yeah, for the car. Random. And I got really pissed off at one point because the way that I, I was reading the article, I didn't realize that they were like bolding the winners. And I saw that the car was at the top and it was underlined. And I was like, tell me it didn't win. Even though I love Arctic Monkeys, but I wanted Boy Genius to win. Yeah. Um, so it, Boy Genius won alternative music album and uh, rock song. So that's really exciting. But um, Amazing. Victor, someone called Victoria Monet won new artist. Don't know who she is, but she won over Gracie Abrams and Noah Kahan. Noah Kahan. Kahan. I bloody know how to say it. Favorite artist at the moment. And Fred again, who I hate, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, and then Song of the Year was What Was I Made For by Billy and Phineas. This I think was interesting. This was over A and W by Lana Del Rey, Anti Hero by Taylor Swift, Dance the Night Away by Dua Lipa and Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. I think that A and W should have won that. I think that song is transcendent. I'm not surprised that it was what was I made for. Are you not surprised? I was surprised by that. No, I think that makes sense. I think the industry loved that. And again, Barbie. I liked it, but I want. I think A&W was... Anyway, whatever. Did Lana win anything? No. They always cuck her at these award shows. I got a message from my friend Carla being like, why do they always do her dirty? They don't get it. I'm mad about it. They don't get her. Anyway, Taylor Swift won pop vocal album... Miley Cyrus won pop solo performance for Flowers over Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, Olivia wow. Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. Huge. And so those were all kind of like the big kahuna awards, the top bananas. A whole bunch of other shit happened. Celine Dion was there. She presented the award for album of the year to Taylor Swift. And she, she's stopped performing and she hasn't been seen in public since last year because she has, she's been diagnosed with something called stiff person syndrome, which um, means she just doesn't have control over her muscles. And so it's just the first time she's been seen in public um, and she looked fabulous. She was wearing this kind of like camel coat. I believe she was styled by Law Roach. 
fun. I saw he posted to his Instagram, hello, I am unretired. And the caption was like one night only. And that was in reference to his last year when he quit everything by posting, hello, I am retired. I mean, he's retired except for Zendaya. Yes. That's like his life. Which is fair. But yeah, so Scissor had nine nominations. She won three. Then this was really weird. This rap guy, Killer Mike, he won three Grammys, including Best Rap Album, in the like pre-televised part of the evening. There were all these awards that were given out before the actual TV broadcast started. Then he got arrested in the arena and was taken out of the Grammys in handcuffs. For what? By the cops. Okay, this is the bit that I'm like, what the fuck? So according to The Hollywood Reporter, it was for a misdemeanor charge from that evening with details still to be confirmed. But he said... From that evening? Yeah, but this is what he said before he got detained backstage. The only thing that limits your age is not being truthful about your age or what you're doing. Did you just try and hook up with a 16-year-old? That feels so bad. Feels very grotty. So it kind of made me laugh though. I was like, dude, don't say that. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Age is just a number. Yeah. So and a very answer R. Kelly defense. And so that happened. That was a bit of drama. And Jay-Z was given the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award for all of his achievements. And he called out the Grammys for having like spotty history with black artists, which is completely fair enough. And then he called out the uh, Recording Academy because Beyonce has never won album of the year. And then he he said, she has the most Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that, the most Grammys. So he was basically just like, my wife. Yeah. He's a wife guy. Is he? I mean, no, not really. He's a wife. He's, not in practice. He's still on like, he's still doing his kind of like, what's the word? Redemption tour post Lemonade. Yeah. He'll always be in redemption mode. Oh God, yeah. Because imagine having Beyonce. Imagine having Beyonce write Lemonade about you. Oh, oh my just, god that song recover. that she does with jack white that's like oh. who the fuck do you think i am and that, like imagine hearing that about you i'd leave the country yeah i'd like move to guam or something you'd have to you can't come back from that no. I, you can't look her in he the came back from that we're staying together i know i think she probably hopefully calls the shots now well he yeah mm. so that happened and then Joni mitchell performed at the for the first time ever at 80 she's saying both sides now and then um kylie minogue won she won the inaugural Best Pop Dance Recording for Padam, Padam. Oh, good. I and I know, da, da, which I'm really happy about. Excited for Mardi Gras this year. Oh, I know. It's going to slap. And um, Tracy Chapman performed Fast Car, which everyone loved. Yay. I hate that song. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Mainly because when I worked at Messina, it would play on loop for like hours and hours the remix was on the kmart like radio it was the remix it was the remix and i was like who the fuck is this song why am i hearing this song why can i not play one direction like because messina was so like i'm gonna say it they were fascist (laughs) about their um playlists so you'd have like this pumping like house music and tracy chapman and I'd be like, can we not just like put on something a bit more mellow? And then people will complain and I'm like, I get it. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not allowed to change this. I'm not a manager. Um, anyway. And Leve won for best traditional pop vocal album. She's like this fab, like Icelandic jazz chic, singer. Wonderful. She's so chic. I love that I just was like, Icelandic jazz singer. Like, <laughs> who am I? I've got the range. That's what we listen to. Uh, that's what regular. we listen to, guys. I also have like an ACDC playlist going, but I also <laughs> listen to Icelandic jazz. Nothing if not versatile. No, totally. And um, so she won. 
And then there was also a lot going on with the fashion. I so haven't seen a lot of the fashion. You haven't seen a lot of the fashion. Let me take you through my favorites. Uh, and I'm going to describe them because we're on the ether. We're in your ears. We'll put them on Instagram. We'll put them on Instagram. We always say this. I'm like, we'll put it on Instagram. Let's start with Miley Cyrus in Margela. Very Barbarella, but also very Bridget Jones in that bit when she goes on the mini break to um, the country with Hugh Grant and then her hair goes up really high. You know, when she gets off the um, out of the car and her hair yeah, is like... Yeah, and it's like a yeah, that's what her hair looks like. So it's... um. This outfit was inspired by um, John Galliano's Susie Sphinx collection from 1997. Thought I'd bring that out there for you. Has she had buckle fat removal? I think so. She's definitely had the buckle fat. And she's also got um, veneers. Yeah. Her veneers stress me the fuck out. I'm obsessed with celebrity veneers. If you're not on that train, get on it. Or also don't because your life will never be the same. But she's got these really weird veneers. I think she's definitely had buckle fat removal. Yeah, her cheeks are hollow. But so she wore that outfit, which was I thought was fabulous, with the like tabby-like high heels. And then she changed into a Bob Mackie gown, like inside. And then she had a performance outfit uh, that she wore that was very quite Tina Turner, I felt. Yeah. Uh, actually. And then she had another fantastic brown Gucci gown on afterwards. So she had like four different outfit changes. And I've got to be honest, I loved all of them. This feels very different to anything we've ever seen. I know. From her, especially the like blown out, like the like hair. Set, it's like just big hair. And I think that, yeah, one of my friends at work was like, she looks like Aslan, like the lion. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. And then, but it was so funny. One of my old work colleagues, Tash, messaged me before being like about Miley's dress, the first Margela dress. And she goes, just one sentence, come on, cause it's horrible. Tash, I'm so sorry. I really like it. So I thought all of those options were great. Very different from what we've seen before. And I quite like it. Miley's never really on my radar fashion-wise, but she's been brought into it today. It's, it's pr- pure Grammys. Like, this is what I want from them. Um, so Miley, I thought was great. Olivia Rodrigo was in vintage Versace 1995. I thought that was very sleek. Lana Del Rey, I wasn't sure what she was wearing, but I loved it. I thought it was very Vampire's Wife slash Rodate. And Boy Genius and Tom Brown, matching white suits. You love to see it. Uh, I also thought Troy Sivan in that Prada, like that pale green um, Prada. What's the word that I'm looking for? Tassels. Tasseled vest thing I thought was great. Uh, And then later he got changed into a see-through Prada thing. And Dua Lipa in, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Courage's, I think. I can't help you. It's like this kind of was like a Joan of Arc chainmail vibe. It's cutouts. I thought it was pretty sexy. And uh, another deep cut of the evening, I felt this is one of my favorites, Caroline Polachek. And she was in um, 1998 Olivier Thaskins. And her dress was amazing. I reckon she's actually my favorite of the night. Did you know she's like late 30s? I had no idea. She looks so yeah. young someone went someone went to see her recently and they told me that and i was shook out of my mind i couldn't believe it she has the energy of a 24 year old woman yeah insane more than if you're me yeah and i thought doja this is a bit controversial i thought doja cat looked amazing in she was in again i'm gonna mispronounce this delara Findicoglu. it was like this kind of mad sheer dress you could like see the top of her boobs pretty sure she wasn't wearing underwear (laughs) like it was very manic but I really liked it I thought she looked amazing this is a terrible headline by Us Weekly Doja Cat shows off new tattoos and nipples 
Well, I mean, she does. Yeah. But yeah, it's not ideal. It's not wrong. <laughs> um, I love that outfit. And I Spice and Baby Fat was also amazing. That was, she was wearing denim and fur. I'm sure it was fake fur. Uh, it was this very like Y2K. I could imagine like Paris wearing a mini version of it or something. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I also thought this is also super random. I thought Calvin Harris looked great. I could not even tell you what Calvin Harris looks like. Yeah. So I don't know what he was or like what designer he was wearing, but it was very like, again, another Guy Ritchie reference. Very Guy Ritchie, like country chic, David Beckham, country chic vibes. It was sort of lots of brown accents, this weird suit. I don't know. I just saw it and I was like, okay, pop off Calvin Harris. Sentence I never thought I'd say because <laughs> I don't actually like Calvin Harris, but uh, I respect how he completely changed his face. He's like the Bella Hadid of the male music industry because his face is completely different from when he got famous like have you seen the picture of calvin harris before and after no i'm looking you need to look it up it's fucking insane you don't like him because of taylor swift i don't like him because of taylor swift i don't like him because i don't like his music and i don't like him because he was with ellie goulding and i don't like ellie goulding is he british he's scottish okay i was gonna say this this looks like a little pale kid you'd see on the corner yeah with the dark hair and his teeth and now he looks like this kind of like I don't know even even know what you'd say like other, he looks other like an person. actor yeah like that's an actor face yeah so those were my those are my outfit picks but I loved Caroline Polachek's dress I'm trying to remember if I posted about anyone else but I'm pretty sure that was the, oh and fucking we haven't even talked about oh it's because I've only talked about ones I like I hated what Taylor wore I thought it was absolutely horrendous I'm looking at it right now and I hated I am- it what is that it's disgusting it looks like if you like put into chat GPT what is a red carpet outfit and they've said black gloves because chic but the black gloves make her arms blend into the black backdrop yeah i I absolutely i just hated it i felt like when i saw it i was like okay because i was like she's gonna announce reputation today we'll talk about that in a minute (laughs) i hated the shoes i hate the shoes on a visceral level i like opera gloves these do nothing for me she just doesn't look like she's wearing scaparelli. It looks like shit. No. It looks like It balls. looks like she went to the local like formal dress store. It literally is that. It's like literally like she's posted in her year group Facebook thing being like, hey guys, this is my formal dress. Please no one buy it. And don't even get me started on her hair. What do you think about the hair? That is what my hair looks like after a 35 degree Sydney day. That fringe is horrifying to me. The side fringe with the deep side part and then like the slicked down yeah, on the side. Yeah, it's disgusting. And she's got that fucked up little plat like she's in a there's a plat yes like a little ratty plat like she's in a dystopian fucking movie like she's Katniss this is Serena Vanderwoodson hair it is it's like your hair looks disgusting it doesn't make sense compliment me tell me my hair looks pretty why would I your hair looks disgusting (laughs) like that's literally me right now I'm blaring her and it kind of looks like she's got like a half like shag cut it's really fucked up I don't like it what is going on her makeup lovely but it's not right who's her stylist I don't know I want to shoot them like in a thoughtful, meaningful way to be like, please don't do this. She needs to be saved. But I do really like the jewelry. I really love that she's wearing the watch choker, the Lorraine Schwartz watch, just because I'm big into horology now. I'm a watch girl. Styled by Joseph Castle. And it was a custom scaparelli. I will kill him. Custom scaparelli. And that's what you're walking Daniel Roseberry. What are you doing? You know better. We saw what you did for Kim last year. You, You know better. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I I can't stand what she's doing. I can't stand it. It's very reputation coded, but 
Spoiler alert, she didn't announce Reputation, her next re-record, like everyone thought she was going to. She just announced an entirely new album. As you do. As you do. So I didn't know because I wasn't watching the... I wasn't watching the ceremony. I was relying on like Instagram, Twitter and like the LA Times. And then the Taylor Swift group at my work went off. And I think clearly some people in their offices must have been watching the <laughs> broadcast because everyone, it was like all of these caps, like really quickly, like, and then I was like, oh my God, it's Reputation or it's a new album. And then I found out it was a new album. So she used her acceptance speech at the Grammys uh, to make an announcement. Her next album titled... The Tortured Poets Department will be released on the 19th of April. So she said in her speech for Best Pop Vocal Album, I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret I've been keeping from you for the last two years. And then she announced the album. So then she posted the cover on her social media. It's a very quite sexy picture of her lying down on a, on a bed. It's very lo-fi. Like I, it's very lo-fi. Wouldn't have even reblogged this on Tumblr. Oh my God. That's so funny. You say that. Cause my friend, I'm like Maddie messaged being like, this is one's for the Tumblr girls. Like this is so Tumblr. Is. And I think it is. So I would have reblogged it. Yeah. And it would have been the tags would have been like soft grunge. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Indie. Light. Indie flowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so she, she's got this new album coming out and she posted some lyrics that say, and so I enter into evidence, my tarnished coat of arms, my muses acquired like bruises. Ooh, nice rhyme. My talismans and charms, the tick, tick, tick of love bombs, my veins of pitch black ink. And the image was signed by the chairman of the tortured poets department. That's literally Tumblr po- poetry. It is Tumblr. It's Tumblr culture. So, but it's funny because this title fans have done some digging and found a discussion that Joe Alwyn, her ex-boyfriend and Paul Meskel, resident sad boy of the internet had for variety. They didn't actors on actors and they revealed they have a WhatsApp group with Andrew Scott called the tortured man club. And then, so now she's got this tortured poets department and everyone's like, it's a dig at Joe. This is going to be the anti Joe album. So in six months, she's whipped this up and then... Well, she said she's been working on it for two years. When did she break up with Joe? Oh my God, probably like 12 months ago. Wasn't it like April last year? I think it was a really long time ago. (laughs) It's making me... Because I can't remember because it's like Maddie Healy, that whole era feels like it was two years ago. But she said she's been working on it for ages. So, But everyone thought that she was going to announce a re-recording of Reputation. And But as Deadline observed, her announcement of um, a new album has followed her pattern of releasing a new album, then two re-records followed by new music. So Deadline are ahead of the curve. Uh, I didn't know. And she, in, in winning this, you know, all of these awards tonight, four awards, she's the first artist to win Album of the Year four times, surpassing the three wins achieved by Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder and Paul Simon. And she's now won 13 Grammys and 13 is her lucky number. So I think she's probably really excited about that. But then I'm like, if she didn't win, was she still going to announce the album? What if she didn't win anything? Because yeah. she did that with Midnight's when she won at the VMAs. Has she been Easter egging this? Like, have we had any? So, the only Easter egg that I could pick up on was she changed her profile picture, like her DP, to black and white. But everyone thought that that was going to be for reputation. Yeah. But then when this album cover came out, it was in black and white. So I think she was Easter egging, but she was just kind of red herring us. Sneaky. And now we've got this like cutie black and white. Yeah. Tortured poets. Society club tortured. Oh my god, I'm like dead poet society. Yeah, um, tortured poets, um, department. God, sorry, every time I say I'm like society, 
Yeah, so th- that's really big news. So it was really big news for Taylor Girls today. Really big news for people who enjoy music and pop culture and really difficult for anyone who has a job while this was happening. How has she had time to create an album? This is what people are saying. They're like, Taylor Swift is on tour. She's doing this. She's doing her recordings. She's flying to Texas every other week to see bloody Travis Kelsey. And it's like, I have to set multiple alarms in the morning to get out of bed for my one job. Literally. And have you seen all of the discussion about how she's going to get back from her tour in Japan to go to the Super Bowl? I'm stressed about that. I'm preemptively stressed about that. When is the Super Bowl? Uh, The 12th of Feb. Next Monday. Oh, it's really soon. Did you see the Japanese embassy issued a statement saying that it's possible and they included song name puns and it's actually ridiculous i'm like can the can governments of the world please not play into this please do your job that we elected you to do it feels like you know on christmas eve when news reporters are like we've just heard from santa (laughs) (laughs) and he's gonna be here soon so go to bed it's literally like when nasa do the yeah they do like the santa tracker yeah i always thought it was it feels like that where it's like don't worry guys she's gonna be here we can confidently speak now be fearless it will happen it's like shut up government of japan can't you be the government but also why is usher being like so usher is the halftime i'm like why is usher half the halftime person when taylor swift is going to be there is usher still working that's crazy how old is he oh he must be in his 50s 45 damn god really he's lived forever i love that song um oh oh my god oh 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 actually sorry that was a lot um, but I do remember, did oh, we had this conversation about how I loved Hustlers and you hated Hustlers. Yeah. But do you remember that bit in Hustlers when they're like, Usher's in the club, baby, and he walks in and it's like slow-mo? Oh. I never loved Usher until that moment. I still don't. That made it worse. Oh, really? That made it worse for me. I do like the song as well from um, The Hangover. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. had some bangers. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> He's had a very full 45 years. He has. His name is Usher Raymond. I didn't know that. Has he ever performed at the Super Bowl before? I don't think so. I, I feel like you don't really go again at the Super Bowl. I feel like it's pretty one and done. Yeah. Oh, and he did DJ Got Us Falling in Love Again with um Pitbull. He's releasing his first album since 2016 on Super Bowl Day. He's also performing for free. Really? He's not getting paid for it. And I love how I'm like, God... What a king. I'm like, he probably earns so much money. He's doing a Las Vegas residency. Everyone's doing that at the moment. That's like the new thing. (laughs) This is a quote from Naima Cochran, a former marketing executive at Columbia and Epic Records. Mm. He's been the king of Vegas in a way nobody has since like Sammy Davis Jr. I definitely disagree with that. (laughs) I don't know about that. Big call. But fun, fun for Usher. He's back. He, yeah. He also has a fragrance line. <sighs> That's very Usher of him. And cognac brand. Cognac, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Usher. Fun. Um, so he's doing everything. And he's that's got why a lot going on. I feel like he's got his fingers in a lot of different pies. What's been your favorite Super Bowl or like one that you've like remembered recently? Um, I literally have not remembered a single Super Bowl performance ever in really? my life. I remember the Rihanna one because obviously she announced that her was last year. 
pregnancy. Yeah, that's that's far back as my memory goes. I remember um, the one that I remember recently was um, J Lo and Shakira. Oh my god, I did um, watch that documentary that J Lo did about that. I still haven't watched that. Didn't Missy Elliott do a Super Bowl? I, there was there was one. Yes, so that was not last year, but the year before. It was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Mary J. Blige and Kendrick. And then before that, it was The Weeknd, who I feel just can't hold a crowd like that. And then before then, it was Shakira and J-Lo. Oh, my God. And then the year before that, in 2019, it was Maroon 5. Imagine going to the Super Bowl and that was the year that Maroon 5 performed. That was probably the year they also performed at Victoria's Secret Fashion Show for like the 10th time. I've got to be honest, I quite like some of the Maroon 5 songs. Oh, yeah. Like, She Will Be Loved. I can't listen to it. It makes me upset. This Love. I love This Love. I love... um. I love Girls Like You. No, that's I, too late. No, I like Girls Like You because it mainly because it was used in Bridgerton as like a orchestral version and I got uh, into it via that. Um, but I do love this love. No, I'm here for like the um, like 2002, 2003. Yeah, five. this love. Yeah. And then before that it was J-Lo. So he's p- been an outfit repeater on there, but. I don't agree with that. And then before that, it was Lady Gaga. That's who I'd want to see. That's fun. That's who I'd want to see. Going back to the weekend, I it actually shocks me when I see people at his concert. I don't like him. Yeah, I like. Even before I know the idol, I'm like, music. I just don't like him. It kind of feels like when people go to it's that whole like NPC music thing where I'm like, do you NPC listen to is, this? Um, what is it? Non-player, non-playable character, non-playable character. So it's like anyone who's like kind of got no personality or like is a sheep like goes with the people yeah and I, and it's like you'll listen to like just top 40 you don't really have taste like you've just got ears really yeah no. no it's true it's that's what being an npc is we would never be that when not npcs but yeah um the weekend is npc music i agree with that coldplay yeah. is kind of npc music too i feel it is even though i you used know, to really love coldplay i don't anymore it's like Ed Sheeran. I'm like, I appreciate that all of these people are good musicians. Sometimes I go back through Ed Sheeran though and I'm like, fuck, there are some bangers. Oh, I saw a TikTok the other day and I was like, when was the last time you screamed Castle on a Hill? <laughs> I used to listen to that all the time when I drive to work. Oh my God. <laughs> the one that got me was um, the Ed Sheeran song that got me and I listened to it over and over and over again until I got all the words was um, You Need Me But I Don't Need You. Oh, I don't know that one. I, uh, I'm not going to sing it for you. But it's like a very fun, like fast rappy one that he did and I loved give me love that was so emo yeah and like the a team era yeah that was like really good I know people like shit on him and stuff and whatever he is an NPC but they were really good songs and I'm a bit the same with Coldplay where I'm like it's good music like I get it they did a really hectic song with Rihanna that I really liked princess of China don't know why it was called that that was a great song that is random I think we all just have like those little like music tastes that just verge on NPC. Yours is... What? Say it. (laughs) Do it. Insult me. I don't want to say Taylor Swift. Do it. But I think to have been a like loyal fan, you have to have just had that like, it's fine. Well, I wasn't always a loyal fan. I was so like, I only listen to the Arctic Monkeys. I'm an indie girl. Da 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 da. And then I just changed my mind. Who else else is... I I do really like... Ed Sheeran though I love you know what I love the song that he did when he did perfect but the remix of perfect with Beyonce was oh my god amazing it's so good I listened to it I used to listen to it it was on my work playlist so I had this really trashy work playlist from like 2018 that I used to play all the time like on repeat because it was it was just NPC music I could just work through it yeah and it was like Macklemore was on there pretty sure Kesha was on there like Shawn Mendes and a lot of Ed Sheeran yeah like Castle on the Hill definitely on there 
Wow. And Perfect the Beyonce remix. Yeah, Perfect the Beyonce remix. Gotta listen to it. They made that just for like the millennial brides, I feel. Probably. I feel like it's like how Taylor Swift did the Lover remix with Shawn Mendes. Yeah. It's that energy. It's exactly. It's they so know that what they're energy. Doing. But yeah, I have, oh, my playlist is called Work 2018 Garbage Era. And it's got Glorious by Macklemore, Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift, which got me through like the three o'clock. Um, Castle on Hill by Ed Sheeran, Everything Has Changed, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, Holy Ground, Taylor Swift. Young Blood, Five Seconds of Summer, Stitches, Sean Mendez, In My Blood, Sean Mendez, Lord of One Direction, 18, Fool's Gold, Strong, Through the Dark, If I Could Fly, Despacito. Cosy, listen to that? <laughs> like intentionally. Yes. Cosy. Okay, this is a bit cast. Despacito, then it goes into Run the World Girls, then it goes into The Perfect Duet with Ed Sheeran and Beyonce, then it goes into Hot and Here by Nelly. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I listened to it work and I, I was very successful. It got me through the slump. It got me through the like three to four p.m. slump. Whatever works. It was like the, it was like an hour of power music yeah. thing when I just like couldn't do any more, but I had I still had to keep going. Yeah, I just suffer. Just raw dog three p.m. slump and yeah. get through it. You know who else is NPC music, but I think deserves to be not that. Talk to me. Pink. I pink is not just is for broken divorce. No. Moms. No, she is Pink not. Pink is an artist. Pink is an artist. Pink, She's a performer. Pink throws herself around in the air and sings. And sings. She oh my flips. god! No, I love Pink. I love Pink. I've loved her since Lady Marmalade. I've loved yes. her since Get This Party Started. It's one of those things where I'm like, sometimes the artist's audience is yeah. more of a hindrance than a help because when people see yeah. that it's just something that like oh middle-aged god. mums like, I they turn off. And they I, shouldn't. No, Pink is amazing. Her, misunderstood her album. Yes. But it Miz with, with like two S's and then a Z and it was all spelt wrong. Amazing. Get this party started. Just like a pill. God is a DJ. Life is a dance floor. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I can't remember what album it was. I'm looking at things now. I love Pink. Maybe Pink I'm not like dead. like a big one for like so fresh. I'm pretty sure I had misunderstood as a CD. Again, probably a bit young to be listening. Trouble. We, and I'm shouting out mum here. Hello. On the drive to school every morning, we would cycle through like a CD. And there was a time when I was, I was grade three. So I was eight and it was just a pink CD. So me and my siblings know the words to so many pink songs. As you should. Like the back of our hands. It's the experience of being a young Australian. It was that. And then I remember later on. I think I might have been 12 and it was Lana Del Rey, Born to Die. Oh, whoa. The I never listened Paradise to Paradise Editions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. So, thank you, Mum, for that music education. It was we, really important. So, my parents were super into music, but I did that thing. Of, I think I told you once and you were like, what? I used to make CDs. People who from my primary school remember this and high school. I used to make CDs for my birthday every year. Have I told you this? Like a mixtape. Like a mixtape, but for everybody. Oh, cute. So I'd make like, I think, what, they're like 24 people in my class. So in primary school. So me and my dad would make 24 CDs. That's so And fun. we'd give them out on my birthday to be like, and it would be my favorite songs like from that year. So it'd be like my own So Fresh. Yeah. And then we'd like print on the CD, like a picture of me. <laughs> and then it would be like Cozzy's mix one Cosy's mix two Cosy's mix three Cosy's mix four and it would be all these random songs and then you just I'd give them out every year and I'm pretty sure like pink would have been on them there was so many like when I loved um I really had a green day moment as well and like Avril 
all of those things. I'm still friends with like some people from primary school. And then I saw one guy recently and he was like, I still have some of your old CDs, like from back in the day. I there were so love many that. that. They were like, I think I did them from year one to like year six, I think. Everyone got one. Amazing. Um, I so love that. If anyone from primary school is listening and you still have some CDs, uh, let us know and send your pics because I don't think I have any. My dad might, but I want to see them. I want to find some of the old playlists because they were really fun. I remember my first CD when I was, must have been six or seven, and the first song was Girls Aloud. It was um, <gasps> Sound of the Underground Amazing. by Girls Aloud. And I think my mum really didn't like that because apparently she really didn't like that song. It's a great song. I don't know why. Yeah. That's what my dad told me. There's but, no um, bad Girls Aloud song. No, I mean, I talk about. I mean, what's the opposite of NPC music? No one else agrees with that, can I say? I'm <laughs> the lone person. Maybe my dad, he loves Girls Aloud. Yeah, but Pink is... Pink is not. Who says Pink is NPC? I will kill them. Probably a lot of people. That, I'm putting this I'm putting this on the record because I believe it so wholeheartedly. Please. Nickelback was wrongfully maligned. I don't know any Nickelback songs, so I can't, I can't get on this bandwagon with you. Can you, you sing me a Nickelback song? I cannot sing you a Nickelback Why song. Why am I the only one on this podcast who sings? We will listen. <laughs> we will listen after. Okay. You would know Nickelback songs and they are they are genuinely so great. Because I don't, yeah, I, I like, I genuinely like don't know any. Okay, you're missing out. But they have been trashed for years and I get it. They're like bro rock. They're bro rock, right. what you listen to while like downing great northerns in your sweaty backyard right people trash them for no reason it's one of those ones where they're just easily memeified yeah they so are people very meme jump yeah. on it very quickly and i'm like no 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 this is still npc music but it is not bad music i'm on reddit now being like what is npc music um people say that imagine dragons is npc music it is but no, have you seen I really love- he's so hot <laughs> I know he's a Mormon, but he's so hot. He's a Mormon? He's Mormon, yeah. I'm not allowed to look like that. God should bless him. Uh, I don't know. But no, I think I posted about him at the Grammys one year because he just didn't wear a shirt. Like, the, sorry, context. This is the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. <laughs> he looks like Jack Reacher or something. It's insane. And he goes out with Minka Kelly, who's also yeah. super hot. Who's so fun. Like, obsessed. No, but I really like Imagine Dragons. I really love its time. I think it's... Wait, was Imagine Dragons? The, were they the ones who did Pompeii? No, that's Bastille. That's NPC oh, music. That's NPC music. Okay. But it's so you heard good. Of Bastille is 1000% NPC music. Yeah, but so is Imagine Dragons. No, Imagine but Dragons. No, 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 no. You can, have, you can have good NPC music. Just because it's NPC doesn't mean it's bad. I think Imagine Dragons is quality. You're dying on Imagine Dragons. I'm dying on Nickelback. No, and we can do that. That's fair. We can both like different things. This is our podcast. If I you disagree, love, we don't want to hear it. Because Radioactive and Pompeii are very similar. Oh, okay. This is what I think we're getting confused no. about. Was there an episode of Was, was there an episode was, of Riverdale? Um, with... It was Thunder. Thunder. Oh. <laughs> Feel that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my abiding memory of Riverdale. So in Riverdale, that's NPC television uh, for those playing along at home. And there's a scene where Betty, one of the main characters in Riverdale, her mom has like this sexy makeover and she walks into a party and Thunder by Imagine Dragons is playing. And it's like slow-mo of her walking in to this party. And real ones know her as Catherine the MILF from Gossip Girl. And also uh, she was in Twin Peaks back in the day. I can't remember her character's name, but she was like the hot waitress who was having the affair with the guy in high school. Yeah, so Radioactive was a great... I love that you brought that up because literally I was like, that's where I know Thunder from. 
Oh, Believer as well. Believer was also in, um, River, that was in Riverdale when Betty and Jughead made out the first time. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. That was a real, that was a formative moment. Radioactive was great. Believer, Thunder, It's Time. I, f- I need to think of someone who isn't just like a pop singer because I hate that we just assume pop singers are NPC music. Would you call Imagine Dragons pop singers? Oh, they're pop rock. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely not like full rock. I feel like people think that Mumford and Sons are NPC, but no. they are so good. They're so good. And we love that Marcus Mumford is with Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. One of the bassists or whatever used to be married to Diana Agron, but then they split up because she was obviously with Taylor Swift. But... Uh, I love Mumford & Sons. That is anti-NPC music. I saw as a clip on, um, what's the show with the British guy on the couch? <laughs> oh, could you be a little bit more specific? <laughs> Just a little bit. Graham Norton. Oh my Graham Norton. God. I'm could so not sorry. Could you at a talk show? <laughs> so, yeah. God, I was like sifting through you know sitcoms what I mean? in my mind. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I saw a clip on TikTok of Carrie Mulligan on Graham Norton's show talking about how, how Marcus Mumford went to Steven Spielberg. <gasps> yeah, to direct to say, his music hey, video. can you direct my new music video? And he did. And I just think that's so nice. I love when all of these people like come together. Yeah. I know. I love it. It's like a little mind map in my head. You know what is NPC music? The Killers. <laughs> that's a big call, but I'm, I'm going to no, say it. No. Okay. Specific era. The Killers. Panic at the Disco. Yes. They're all, all, it, all NPC music. The script. I love the script, but they're NPC. I have been to both a Killers and a Panic at the Disco concert. Oh, I've been to neither. I'm not ashamed to say that. It was fun. Brendan Neary's a bit what gross, do you but that's think fine. About this, because I know you like them. Maroon Five NPC music. Definitely, oh, one thousand percent. Okay, cool. What's okay? I feel like we need to like formally define. Like, if it can be bro music that like gross guys like. If it's gonna be played on the radio during like the school drive home, it wouldn't be played on WSFM because that's the best radio station. I have no idea what that is. That's Western Sydney. Uh, oh, it's fun. it's like old classics, so it's like. Oh yeah, forget you don't know the radio stations here. Mm-mm. It's like just classic rock. Okay. So that's not that. They do sometimes play moves like Jagger. So kind of like Triple M vibes. Yeah, yeah, Triple M I, Yeah, I don't hate Triple M at all. I just feel like it's kind of bad because I feel like then we're saying NPC is just like commercial music. Commercial music, but also... It's a very specific type though. It has to have some kind of beat. Like it could make your grandma like tap her foot. Yeah, it's like, oh, I just Googled it. It says, typically music everyone listens to, which isn't bad in itself, but people who listen to it will try to pass it off as being different from other people, but still nah. follow the crowd. No. Nah. I don't know about that. No, I don't think anyone's listening to Maroon 5 thinking that they're different and edgy. <laughs> I think it's just people lacking originality. Putting another one out there, Post Malone. I think that's oh, God. Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drake. I think Drake is I NPC music. That. And like Jack Harlow. Yeah, there's a I bit feel like of... we just keep saying names and I'm like, yeah. we're still not defining it. I think it's just like people who don't really like go beyond. They don't go beyond who's at the Grammys or like, I don't know, mainstream music. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. But we've just had a really compelling discussion about it for like half an hour. Yeah. If they would play it at Kmart, it's yeah. NPC music. Yeah. Ellie Goulding, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Little Mix. No, no. No. I love Little Mix. I love okay. them. I will not tolerate slander. Okay. 
I'm sorry. Sorry, okay. that was really passionate. Are we putting Little Mix and One Direction in their own special yes. thing? They'd be playing yes. Kmart, but Yes, we, it's totally different. We love them. I think, you know what it is? It's another way of saying basic. It's basic. Yeah, but I hate I hate basic because I'm like, that's like used against female taste. Yeah, but we're using it against everyone. It's not just females. Yeah. You can be an NPC and be a girl or a boy. It doesn't matter. I don't think, like NPC doesn't, isn't inherently bad. But it's NPC to some and non-NPC to others, don't we think? No, it's NPC, but you can still like it. Okay. And I think 2024, we're doing things, we're liking things, and we're not being ashamed about I'm it. I'm so sorry. We've Thank just you. had this whole chat and neither of us can define what we're talking about. But like... This is just a philosophical conversation. Please just extract meaning from our conversation. Yeah. Ariana Grande, NPC music. Is she? I quite like Ariana Grande. Again, you can like her not, and it can still be NPC. She is NPC though. Do you know what was a great song? This what? is fucking definition of NPC. Her and Iggy Azalea, problem. Great song. Oh, I knew all the words to that at one point in time. <laughs> I know all the words to Bang Bang. It's because Jessie J is so amazing. NBC. She's music. got an amazing Sorry. voice though. Yes. I feel like we've added ourselves as having like maybe no taste. No, we no. we have taste. Taste is subjective. Yeah, yeah some people we don't have, have it, taste. but we definitely... No, no. No, 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 we have taste. I. Mm. No, Yes. I think there are people who genuinely don't have taste. We have taste. We, have we definitely have taste. I think some people just... I'm sorry. It's, no, no, we no. listen to NPC music and we listen to Icelandic jazz and I listen to like Danish string quartets and I know you listen to other cool stuff. You listen to Mitski. We're cool. It's just called... We're cool. It's just like we're listening beyond genres. And I think this plays into the conversation about like trends and stuff because trends are just coming at us so quickly that people are just taking something they go oh I like the look of that I like the sound of that and they just take things but they don't understand why they like it whereas we can look at Nickelback and go I typically like rock music I like screaming my brains out in my car you know what it is it's like the same thing of like that saying fashion fades but style is eternal it's like trends fade but like taste is eternal yeah and everyone's just like constantly trying to refine their taste even if you don't really know it I think we have taste. I know we have taste. I'm not even saying I think. We have taste. Should we insert some news? Yeah, please insert some news. So <laughs> we're fully switching it up now. Thank you for joining us on that well winter for chat. That was really fun. It'll probably definitely be cut down from what we did before. Oh, it has to be. And I, we should make playlists. We should make Spotify We playlists. should make Spotify playlists. Don't hold it. Don't. No, please don't. Because also my Spotify is so rogue. It's like the graveyard in The Lion King where all the elephants go to die. It's like, don't go there, Simba. The light doesn't touch it. No one go on my Spotify, please. I'm going to go now. It is morbid, but just don't go on there. Anyway, some news. So police are investigating an incident involving my fave Jacob Elordi and oh a radio producer in Sydney. And it's really bizarre. Please discuss more. So Kyle and Jackie O, Australia's most punchable duo. Talk about NPC. Mm, they spoke about it on their show this week because it was their producer who was involved in the incident and this guy is a former paparazzi from the UK and just oh my God, a bit of a pest. He? Yes. Ugh. So he posted a video of the interaction with Jacob Lordy on his Instagram story where outside the Clavelli Hotel. An iconic venue of Sydney. I love the Chloe Howie. Wish we went on the weekend, but that's fine. We'll go, well, there's, there's so many weekends. We'll there's so many time. weekends. Where's Jacob Lordy? Anyway. It's okay. Anyway, so this guy's gone up to Jacob outside of this place with a container that has a label on it, Jacob Lordy's bathwater. Saltburn reference yes. for those who haven't seen Saltburn. It's a reference to the film. And if you haven't seen it right now, please watch it. Yeah. 
just do it. Just do it. You might regret it, but at least you'll be part of the cultural conversation. My thing whenever someone says, oh, should I watch Saltburn? I just say it's an experience. You are going in to have an experience with this movie. You're not going in to have like a cute time. You're no. going in to let it Whoever wash over wants you. Whoever a cute time ain't going to happen. Watch The Kissing Booth. Oh, don't watch that. That's an NPC movie. I'm sorry. I've got to stop saying I don't care. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So this guy's gone up to Jacob Lordy with a container that says Jacob Lordy's bathwater. Terrible. And when Jacob asked, what am I supposed to do with this? Put bathwater in it. The producer said, if you want to, you can send it to the studio saying that it was a present for Jackie O. Oh. And Gross. Jacob then went, you're kidding me, right? And asked if he was being filmed. That's where the footage cut off. And the producer claimed that he deleted the footage when Jacob asked him. But he then asked him to remove it from his deleted folder as well. Classic. This is classic famous person. He knows. He knows. I would never ask someone to delete something from the deleted folder. Because I just wouldn't think of I it. I have and I would. <laughs> oh, I just don't think of it. Jacob Lodi's onto it. And this yeah, guy smart. refused and claimed that. Jacob then allegedly flipped a switch and had his hands around me throat, quote unquote. That's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Wish that was me. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, he then allegedly made a report at Waverly Police. Shout out. What a dramatic man. But he refused to give a formal statement. So and why South- did you even go to the police? Exactly. And New South Wales Police released a statement saying, officers a- attached to Eastern Beaches Police Area Command are investigating after a man was allegedly assaulted outside a hotel in Sydney's eastern suburbs. Police were told about 3.30pm on Saturday, 3rd of February, a 32-year-old man, producer, was allegedly assaulted by a 26-year-old man, Jake Bellotti. The man did not sustain any injuries. Inquiries into the incident are continuing. A bit hectic. I just think I have no sympathy for this guy. No, what a dick. If you set out to humiliate someone, you reap what you sow. And violence isn't the answer, but it is in this case because I no, don't but it's care. also like if you're like if you're a famous person and like you're being filmed, then he's not an animal in the wild. No. And yes, Jake Lordy was in public. That does not mean you can go up to him and film him and ask him like no. awkward questions. And also, like it's not like he was just filming him from afar and they had no interaction, which is harmless. Still, really unsettling and gross and a horrible invasion of privacy. But he fully like went up to him wanting a reaction. Yeah. I bet he loved the fact that Jacob got violent. It's a classic commercial radio stunt. It's just so like it's yuck enough that a he's a former paparazzo. So like. He knows exactly what he's doing. But also he works for like the two grossest people. Sorry, we're never going on on uh, Kiss FM. But oh, no, I don't Kyle care. Kyle and Jackie O, the yeah. worst people ever. He knew what his intention was. Yeah, and they it's a bit, loved it. Oh, no, the consequences of my own actions. A bit of context as well. Jacob Lordy is kind of like a paparazzi radar. And mm. there are heaps of videos online of him where he is walking and he can just spot it from a mile away. But there's Oh, he's got the eye for it. He's got the eye That's for really it. Hard. And there are also videos of him walking with Kai Gerber when they were together. And oh, you hear, together. you can see them kind of like look away and you hear him say, just ignore her. And it's just this like random like girl on the street filming. Videos like that of him on his own and with groups. So he's oh. just like... He's very anti-pat, which is a very morally sound stance. And as well, like, he's in Sydney, like, doing his thing. It's not LA. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, we have paparazzi, obviously, but it's not to the same level. It's like, no one wants this fucking gronk from Kyle and Jackie O going up to him. Also, Jacob Lordy went to the Chevelle Cinema last (gasps) week. I know. I saw that. I was like... Two days after I was there. Really? 
I wanted to Dad go. Dad has to mean something. I wanted to go there to see the holdovers, and then I just I didn't. I could have seen Jacob. I don't think I've ever even like spotted a famous person. I saw Sophie Elspexter once on the walk from Kludgy to Clavelli. <laughs> Super oh, random. No, I did see Chris Lilly on that w- same walk. I saw too. Chris Lilly in Double Bay. <laughs> Super random. What's this man doing? I don't He's, know. He always and looks he just really looks like, sad. Yeah. And he was like super disheveled. He was coming back from yeah. a surf. Super disheveled. Yeah. Yeah. This has been an amazing episode. We hope you've enjoyed this rogue structure. Yeah. I needed this. It's way too hot. It's really hot. Sorry, we have gone slightly mad from the heat. So we must go. So you have to like this episode. And if you don't, we don't care. Kidding, yeah, we do gotta, care deeply. Just don't tell us. Yeah, or like someone. I'm sure someone will tell us. But um, have a lovely rest of the week. Thank you so much for joining us. Sorry that we like failed to define what NPC music is. I'm really sorry. Intentionally ambiguous. Draw your own meaning. I think it's just bad taste. But as we say, there's nothing mm. really as bad taste because it's taste is subjective. I think it's just kind of like the more you try and define it, the yeah. more confusing it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think just just go with us. It's not go. objectively bad music. It's no. good music. It's just Kmart radio I music. Can just already tell my mom's gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Just trust. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Trust. We know what we're Everyone talking will about. Get it. Have a lovely week. Thanks so much. Please remember to subscribe and uh, on TikTok, Instagram, all the vibes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Give us some reviews. Yeah. Just do it. We'll read them all. Just because we love to be validated. Only nice reviews, thanks. Yeah. Mean reviews, (laughs) forget about it. Mean reviews, we'll just curse you because I know how to do that. Um, But have a lovely week. Thanks for joining us. And stay classy. Uh, That's that's all. Bye. Bye.